0: Hey, what's up, Great Lakes? Mr. Stefanich here. I um, have the privilege of jumping back into the world according to Humphrey and reading Chapter 10 to you today. So, Chapter 10 is called Garth vs. AJ. If you have dogs or cats, you have to be very careful not to let them get near Humphrey, Miranda warned the rest of the class when we returned to Room 26. You can say that again, I squeaked, but she didn't. I considered Golden Miranda to be a special friend and i be and I had a very clean cage to show for my weekend as well as a new respect for rubber bands. But I also decided that even though Miranda is practically a perfect person, I was not in a hurry to say I was not in a hurry to stay with her again. AJ raised his hand and Mrs. Brisbane called on him. May I have Humphrey this weekend? "'We don't have a dog or a cat,' he bellowed. "Lower your voice, A.J. I'll let you know on Thursday. "'There may be other students who want Humphrey as well.' "'At least half of the hands in the classroom went up "'as the kids started shouting, "'Me! Me!' "'I was quite flattered. "'But for some reason, the whole subject seemed to make Garth mad. "'Within minutes, he shot a rubber band at A.J. "'Ouch!' A.J. complained loudly. When he told the teacher what had happened, Garth denied it. Humphrey did it, he said. Gail giggled. Mrs. Brisbane did not. I don't believe a hamster can shoot a rubber band, she said sternly. A lot she knows. The next day, Garth stuck his foot out and tripped Art as as he went to sharpen his pencil. I didn't do it. He's just clumsy, Garth protested when Mrs. Brisbane angrily scolded him. That same day, Garth pushed Gail at morning recess. He spent the afternoon recess inside. Garth Tugwell. You're halfway to the Principal Morales' office right now, Mrs. Brisbane sounded really angry. Garth just shrugged his shoulders. On Wednesday, Garth sneaked back into the room while Mrs. Brisbane went to the office during recess and headed straight for my cage. The two of us were all alone in the room. Hello, Rat. Why don't you just run away? Then nobody will take you home on the weekend, he said. He opened my cage door and grabbed me. You'd like your freedom, wouldn't you, Rat? He set me on the floor. My heart was pounding. Thump. 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 Go on, Rat. Skedaddle. He gave me a little push with his hand. I scampered under the table. I wanted to say something, but for the first time ever, I was scared squeakless. Have fun, he said. In an instant, he was gone. I was pretty confused. For one thing, I didn't want to run away. I was perfectly happy staying in room 26 and having adventures on the weekend. Where would I go? What would I do? There was no time to waste. I scampered over to the cord that hung down from the blinds and grabbed onto it. Then I startled the old swinging routine back and forth, swinging a little higher each time until I reached the tabletop. Back, forth, back, forth, back, forth, leap! There wasn't time to think about my queasy stomach as I raced into my cage, slamming the door behind me. Just then, Mrs. Brisbane returned. I darted into my sleeping house so she wouldn't see how hard I was breathing. I saw her look at the window. Puzzled, she walked over to it and stared at the blind cord, which was still swinging. She reached out and stopped it with her hand. Then she shook her head and walked away. When recess was over and my classmates filled back into the class, Garth looked over at my cage, half smiling. But that smile quickly disappeared when he saw that the door was closed. He leapt out of his seat and looked in my cage. Howdy, I squeaked at him. Garth, please go back to your seat. Mrs. Brisbane told him. But Humphrey, he protested. Well, what is it, Mrs. Brace? Mrs. Brisbane was getting irritated. He's in his cage, he giggled, or he said. A few of my classmates giggled, but not Mrs. Brisbane. In case you haven't noticed, he's always in his cage, Garth, she said. Now, get back in your seat. Garth did what she said, but for the rest of the day, I noticed him staring at me. On Thursday, Mrs. Brisbane announced that I would be spending the weekend at AJ's house. Yes! shouted AJ, delighted at the news. A few seconds later, a whole series of rubber bands hit AJ on his neck, shoulder, and head. Cool it, Garth! yelled AJ, jumping out of his chair. Man, I'm tired of these rubber bands. Garth acted innocent. I don't know where they came from. They could have come from anywhere. Garth did it, Heidi said. I saw him. Mrs. Brisbane didn't remind Heidi to raise her hand, but she did tell Garth to stay in during recess. Not fair, Garth muttered under his breath. When the bell rang for recess, Garth stayed in his seat. Mrs. Brisbane closed the door when all other students had left and walked to his desk. Normally, I would have been napping at this time, but I was wide awake and wondering what that boy had to say. Garth, you've been acting strangely lately. You never got in trouble at all until two weeks ago. Now you're shooting rubber bands at people and disturbing the entire class. Can you tell me why? Garth slowly shook his head. Your grades are slipping too. Has something changed in your life? Garth slowly shook his head again. How about at home? Is anything wrong? Garth didn't shake his head. He didn't move a muscle. Should I talk to your parents about your behavior, Garth? Garth's face got very red. (laughs) No, he said with a choking sound. Mrs. Brisbane moved closer and put her hand on Garth's shoulder. Tell me what's wrong. My mom's sick, he said. Real sick. Tears ran down his cheeks. I was feeling a little teary-eyed myself. How sick? Mrs. Brisbane asked. She lost all this weight and she was in and out of the hospital, and now she's just tired all the time, and Garth didn't try to finish his sentence. Garth wiped away his tears with the tissue Mrs. Brisbane handed him. That's why I can't take Humphrey home. My dad says we can't let anything bother Mom. Well, my little brother bothers her, and we let him in the house. Mrs. Brisbane smiled slightly. slightly. Humphrey is a big responsibility, Garth. That's why I don't take him home. My husband's been sick, too. Did you know that? Garth shook his head. No. So, I know what it's like. Listen, I'll make a few calls tonight. Maybe we can find a way for you to spend some time with Humphrey, she said. But he hates me, I squeaked. I'd like to, said Garth. Huh? I was confused. But you have to promise me that you won't disrupt the class anymore, Mrs. Brisbane told him. Is that a deal? Garth nodded deal. As you know, I'm very good at coming up with plans to solve human problems. Very, very good. But try as I might, I couldn't imagine what Mrs. Brisbane's plan to get Garth to spend time with me could be. I was still trying to figure it out when Aldo arrived that night. Humphrey, my man, he yelled when he opened the door. I almost fell off my wheel. You are the most handsome, intelligent hamster in the world, and I am the luckiest man in the world because I'm dating the most beautiful woman in the world. Aldo swept his way toward my cage, then lowered his voice. Uh, but don't tell anybody I said so. Not yet. After all, Marie and I have only been out three times, but what times we've had. He pulled his chair and sat very close to me. In all thanks to the Moonlighters Club and that clipping over there. He pointed toward the spot where the overhead projector had once stood. And you. I know you had something to do with it. I just can't figure out what. Anyway, don't tell anybody, but someday I'm going to marry Maria. And when I do, I want you to be the best man, or best hamster, I guess. I really mean it. If you were a guy, I'd buy you a burger. He reached in his pocket and pulled out a little piece of foil. Instead, I got you this. He unwrapped a piece of carrot and put it into my cage. Thank you, Aldo, I squeaked. I wish you lots of happiness. I knew you'd be happy for me, Humphrey. Aldo smiled and then jumped up. Woohoo! I've got so much energy. I can clean this room in half the time. I could climb a mountain and never even get tired. I could conquer the world! He leaned forward and grinned through his glorious mustache. Ain't love grand. If you say so, I replied. I'd never seen anyone so happy before. The only thing that would make me that happy would be if Mrs. Mack came back. She's not coming back. And I'm stuck with Mrs. Brisbane. And she's stuck with me. Say, what did she mean when she said she doesn't take me home because her husband's sick? Did she mean she would take me home if her husband wasn't sick? I thought about it all night and came up with this answer. No, no, no. She doesn't take me home because she doesn't like me. Maybe I'm lucky after all. And that is the end of chapter 10. Thanks for listening in and following along in the reading. Chapter 11 will be out soon, and that chapter is called TV or Not TV. Hang tight, Great Lakes. Keep reading. Keep checking in on your friends. We miss you and we'll see you soon.